Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Look, uh, ball player, ball player, no watching from the side. Said that you got him next, well, go ahead and show him why. No limits in the sky. Go ahead and take your shot. This one is for the city. Let's What's up, everybody? Back. Welcome to another episode of Up Next. The podcast where we tell you who's up next in youth sports. As you know, we're always pretty heavy in basketball because that's our expertise. And we're bringing you another basketball episode today. Uh, We're going to talk New York City high school hoops or really just national high school hoops when you when you look at the program that we have on today. Uh, But first, of course, I'm Jamal Murphy and I got my guy, co-host extraordinaire, Kali Green in the house. What's up, man? Peace, man. I'm happy to have um, the step in that crew. Um, you know, for a lot of people in New York, they are the standard right now for New York City basketball as far as high school is concerned. And for some people, they're the pick. You know, I don't want to put any pressure on coach, man, but they they the pick for some people to win the city this year, man, the Catholic League. So happy to have them on. Yes, yes. So like, like you said, uh, our guests, Today, our uh, head coach, Patrick Massaroni at Archbishop Stepanak. He's in his seventh year, and he has with him senior Sam Gibbs, uh, class of 2022. And he has Boogie Flan, class of 2024, sophomore, highly rated kid. Thanks to all of you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us on here today. We appreciate it as well. All right. So, Coach, Coach, we'll start off with you. Um, just so, you know, people people know your background. Tell us, you know, how your basketball career got started and then, I guess, bring it full circle to how, how you got to where you are now with this program. I was just telling these two young guys a little bit of my background. I thought maybe this question would come up, so I was looping <laughs> them in. But, uh, you know, from, from White Plains, New York, uh, ended up going to Stepanak here. After here, I went on uh, to be a team manager up at Mac- Ours college um, back when back when we were pretty good. And I always said back when being a manager wasn't as cool as it is now. There's manager games, Twitter accounts, <laughs> kids on scholarship, you know. So it was like two of us now. Now there's there's 10 a team, you know. So you got the travel team, you got the home team. But went to Maris from there, got a job as a graduate assistant uh, down at James Madison University in the Colonial League. So took a New Yorker, went down to Virginia for two years. Um, and then came back and uh, Khalil and I were talking a little bit. I ended up getting a job part time with the Brooklyn Nets. So they had just moved from from Jersey to Izod Center over there to, to Brooklyn. So I was working in, in, in PR for them. And uh, also Stepanak at the time in 2012 started a varsity B team. So in the Catholic League, that's been a known thing for the more elite programs. Right. It started really with Rice and and these B programs give juniors and seniors a chance to to practice and play 20 games. And there's kids that go on, you know, play college basketball, division three, usually. Um, so I did that as the head coach for three years. So I was double dipping to the nets, teaching at Stepanak and that, and uh, got to 2015, uh, fortunate enough to get the job in 2015, um, you know, and, and surrounded myself with a couple guys that have been with me since day one on my staff that have been vital to our success. And, you know, seven years later, now we're, you know, 34th in the country. We've had top 25, top 15 finishes. Um, guys go on to the highest level and uh, even got one guy in the G League right now. So 
Um, and now our future sitting here, two of our, you know, guys that'll, that'll help us hopefully be successful both here in New York and uh, on the national scene. And that's what we're, we're about here. Yeah. Talk about, talk about that, that progression coach. Cause when I was coaching at Bishop Lachlan, the, you know, the pretty much rice was the standard, you know, um, they were, they were the ones that, you know, really were making the headways in New York city. And then, you know, when I stepped away from, and I started becoming a scout for the Nets, um, I just started hearing Stepanek's name, man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and other and other schools that weren't even in the league when I was in the league, um, Cardinal Hayes, I don't think they were in the double A when I was in the league. Nope. So, you know, these are, these are you know, there's different, there's been a big transition in Catholic, in the Catholic league. Talk about that and what you- I would you say, know. I mean, the double A was basically like Rice, St. Ray's, Loughlin, Christ the King, Right. And uh, Malloy, I don't you know, that really was it. And then there was a shift, I would say, in the late 2000s, that the whole restructure of the league. And um, then uh, now the assistant at Hayes, Tim Philp, was the coach here. And Stepanak made a decision to fight to get into the double A. And his last year here, they went they went to the double A semis. They actually got blown out by by Loughlin. They had the guy that went, you know, one went to Seton Hall, one went to Rutgers, uh, the backcourt. I remember being there. Um, and then Tim ended up stepping down and, and, uh, there was a, a period in between from 2010 to 2015, um, where we struggled in the double A, you know, and, uh, the gentleman before me, um, you know, they, they didn't have as much success, but I would say in 2015, um, when I got the job and I ended up, you know, hiring my associate head coach now, Rodney Swain. So we've been together since day one. Um, we said, Hey, we're going to be here in the double A we're going to try to, become the best or mimic what the best was, right? So mimic what Rice did. Um, truthfully, now the, the standard bearer is Christ the King. They won six of the last 10 championships. Um, so how do we how do we take them down? And then, like you mentioned, there's been guys that have had success. Cardinal Hayes has won a ton of games. You know, Loughlin, Eddie, and them have, have won games out there. So how do you try to mimic what these elite programs are doing and differentiate it to be ourselves, uh, be ourselves? So – um, but a little history. I mean, in 2015, we thought we were pretty good and we went 10 and 18. You know, it was bad, but we had to change the culture. We had to change the mindset. We had to change everything about here back to what Stepanak was about when I was growing up. And, and you know, you come in our gym and all these guys that went on to play high level division one basketball. That was our first goal in 2015. So let's talk to the kids a little bit. Kind of, kind of yeah. the same question. Uh, Sam and Boogie. I guess we'll start with Sam. When when did you first start playing the game, getting a love for the game, um, and what did it take for you to get to the level you are right now? Yeah, so I I would say I probably started later, um, not too late, around like middle school, where I really started taking it seriously. Um, I was fortunate enough to get in touch with Coach Pat and was lucky enough to be surrounded by. I got in the gym with. Uh, the Stepanak guys the, going into eighth grade. Um, so I was, uh, I was around the state championship team. Um, so I sort of saw what the blueprint was um, and in that just now trying to recreate it, um, trying to get better on the daily to ultimately, like you guys said, try to win a uh, city championship. And I think that's the ultimate goal here now. And how about you, Boogie? Uh, I started playing basketball when I was like, five years old or so. And then I just kept going through the years. And I was recommended to go here by a coach from AAU when I played at Gauchos. 
And I just followed them through the whole thing and saw them win the state championship and just wanted to come here. So I've seen Boogie, um, and I got I think I coached again some of you know with Brooklyn Bridge with my Brooklyn Bridge program. And I just want to say, like, he's always been known as like a sniper, like, you know, knockdown shooter, somebody that can, you know, shoot from deep. I've seen him. Boogie, I saw you in, I think it was the Nationals, and I think we were in Virginia, and, and you hit a, and you missed a game winner that, do you remember it went in and out? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, that, that's the reputation that you, you know, you came up through, like you said, the Gauchos as a, as a great shooter and probably one of the best in the city. And now you've transitioned to being known as a great point guard. Like, how, how does that, how has that transition been for you? Uh, I mean, after I shot, it, like, impacted me a lot. Like, it just made me want to just get better and stuff like that. So I just, like, kept working hard, stayed in the gym, and just watched everything grow. Mm. To both players, again, could you describe describe your games for the listeners and uh, and and tell us, you know, what you think your strengths and weaknesses are? I would say I'm, I like to consider myself pass, pass first point guard. Um, like to always try to play the right way. And now being surrounded by high level kids um, like Boogie and my teammates, um, just always trying to make the right play and now developing into like being more aggressive, being more assertive um, and using like a leadership role. Um, in terms of weaknesses, I think I can get better defensively um, and just try to improve my talking throughout the game, communication with my teammates and just things like that, little things. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, exactly the same. Uh, everything you said, basically the same. Uh, unselfish player, uh, basically just to like get everybody involved, be that leader that the team needs me to be. Uh, you know, we're surrounded by good players. So, you know, everybody just has to do their role. And coach, when you when you look at the two players you have next to you now, how would you how would you gauge their development uh, in the past you know couple of years year or so, and and what do you see them being you know for 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 your team this year? Yeah, so I would say a couple things like you know a little background um, in the seven years here you know for Rod and I and now Al and and Alexis and these other guys that have joined our staff you know. Um, we got spoiled, and as the head coach, got, I got spoiled having you know RJ for four years as our our main point guard, right? Um, and you look, Sam was with them three years, two, two years. Um, and so I would say you talk about the guys here on this call, like Sam's development. We threw him in the fire as a freshman, um, probably twenty pounds lighter, um, a little shorter, um, but we felt his development and and his work ethic could you know, overcome those deficiencies at the time. And now, you know, our senior leader, um, you know, 4-0 in the classroom, getting recruited by, you know, these Ivy League schools, high academic schools, played on the EYBL, you know, and representing us the right way. I would say the biggest growth has been that. And when you play with a guy who goes to Carolina, it's if you can't touch the ball as much, how do you impact the game in other ways? And I, I think Sam did that. And then times RJ was out, um, you know, he stepped up and could, you know, get you 17 or 20 at Hayes, you know, all that stuff. And I, like he said, the biggest jump has been his leadership, um, both showing it and doing it, whether it's five in the morning, you know, eating right, being a leader, making sure if, if myself or Swain aren't there, that there's no issues or, you know, running, lifting or whatever it might be, you know, with another coach that that he's in charge. Um, you know, Boogie, I've, I've known him for a couple of years now, being able to coach him for the last kind of 18 or 19 
Um, obviously, he has a skill set that's unique and special, as you said, you know, um, and, and where his growth has gone and, and gone from a shooter to be able to he can get you 31 night, but also get you 15 assists and, and five the other night. You know, and I think that's what unique about these two guys. But the biggest thing I've been on Boogie on, on you know, uh, being ranked and all this stuff and these offers is how do you how do you uh, maintain and obtain all that? and still work and still be successful. And, and then also be a leader. You know, we, we've never played two and we got another guard with us three point guards at a time, but watching it so far this preseason, uh, we're trying to figure out how to do it um, because they shouldn't, the combo of them shouldn't turn the ball over more than five or six times as a team, you know? So, um, but I would say that, and, you know, to be a point guard here, you got to be an extension of the staff on the court. So you got to think like myself and Rod and Al and Alexis and, and, and be able to dictate that to what is the one supposed to do through the five. And we kind of play a little bit of positionless basketball. We don't number guys more, you know, try to use our strengths and, and try to send these guys clips of what guys do at the next level um, and, and pick and roll stuff and, and transition stuff and how to get in the lane. And we always talk about knowing your personnel and that that's the biggest thing with these guys, you know, knowing who's with them and who's around them in certain situations. KYP, right? <laughs> that's it we say it all the time say it all the time so yeah. don't blame somebody if, if if they can't catch and finish don't throw in the ball take that shot or floater so <laughs> that's right yeah, that's that's right. they're smiling so uh oh. coach what's your what's your i mean talk about a national having a national program like what what is your schedule where are you going this year you know where, where are you touching down yeah so to give give all the listeners a little background on that and and where we're at um year one, year two, year one, right. We didn't do well, but we had got invited to a tournament in Florida. Um, and we, we said yes, right away. Right. We wanted to elevate this program to where kids truthfully in the New York area don't have to go to prep schools, right. You could stay at home with mom, dad, your families, wherever you are. You know, we got kids from that, that live in Brooklyn up to Middletown, New York and anywhere in between Northern Jersey. Um, but how do we get kids to not leave? Right. That was always my thing. Um, so what do kids want? You could ask these guys, right? They want to be taught. They want to be developed. They want exposure, right? And they want a chance to be to be successful at the next level. You know, so that's what I think they want. Um, so with that, first thing is you got to be able to play outside of the city. Um, and, and I think our league is top five in the country, whether it's up or down. You know, we're the best in the state. There's no doubt about it. You know, Clint, you know that coaching in it. Um, so we said year two, we got invited to this tournament in Florida, went down. Not so much national known, but we did okay. You know, from that, we got invited to a tournament in California. Um, and when you get to the national level, most time your expenses are covered for. But uh, somebody said, hey, you know, we get you a slot in this tournament in California, but you kind of have to get to pay your way. So, you know, did some fundraising. Kids did some efforts. And we went out to California, went 4-0. We're the first team to win this Torrey Pines national tournament from New York since St. Ray's in the 90s. And since then, it's been our phone rings off the hook on events so we've been in south carolina we've been in massachusetts we've been you know like i said florida we've been in in delaware um so our thing as a staff is how do we take those seven non-league games and challenge these guys to you know be ready for march you know be ready for march somebody's going to beat us throughout the year i know these guys don't want to hear it you know on a tuesday you know at four o'clock on the road we don't make shots you know kids are kids we don't mentally focus we're going to lose games in the league. We get everybody's best shot, and that's fine. Um, but the national schedule-wise, we opened the season at Saint, uh, down at DeMatha in a, at the National High School Hoops Festival. 
versus a team called St. John's Prep. Their wing is going to Miami. They got a 6'10 sophomore in Boogie's class. They got a guard similar to Sam that, that's going to Niagara. So, you know, national reg team, probably top three behind DeMatha and Gonzaga down in that area. Uh, we'll come back. We'll play some big league games early on in December. Hayes on the road, Christ the King. And then uh, we have West Catholic out of Philly, they're, they're the number two ranked team out of Philly behind Newman Garetti and, you know, kind of Imhotep down there. Um, so they have two six seven twins who are wing. Um, from that, we'll head down to Columbia, South Carolina for the National Chick-fil-A Classic, which is a big one down there. Uh, Three-game event, you finish first or you finish eighth or anywhere in between. So there's no participation trophies in that one. You know, you got to be ready to go. Right. And then um, we come back and, you know, we, we always try to get into the Hoop Hall Classic. It's, it's probably the most marquee one in regards to coverage, um, history. Um, so we always say yes to that. And then the final one is um, we talk about New York basketball, was able to put an event together uh, with the help of, of the Iona College men's basketball staff and an athletic director, a big New York, New Jersey showcase at Iona College in January, tried to find five teams in New York to challenge on the five and basically, you know, bragging rights, you know, who's going to win three, who's going to win two or, or four and one or five and oh. And so those seven non-league games give these guys a chance to play in front of, you know, ESPN rivals, uh, the guys who do the rankings in front of slam and overtime and, and all these big outlets, Bleacher Report. And, and then I think the biggest thing is to come together. You know, something different being on the road, being on a bus, being on a plane, you know, being in vans, you know, you know, you know, the background of that and the cohesiveness. Um, you know, on that. And that's one thing, it's a pet peeve of mine. You know, I, I would say there's a handful of teams that that do that for their kids, but we keep complaining why kids leave. Like, why, why does Sam not go to prep school? Why does Boogie not go to prep school? Well, these guys all keep complaining. They keep losing guys, junior or senior year. Let's do that for the kids. Stop stop with the personal egos, worrying about wins and losses, and, and let's get this for the kids and, and get them the exposure they need and get them better. So okay. um, figure it out some way, whether you got to fundraise, get invited. Now, I'm always trying to help our league, you know, guys middle of the pack get invited to these events because it's only good for the kids in our league. So that that's kind of how we got into the national level. And then I tell these guys it, it – you know, for Sam, we got to perform in that city of Palms so that Boogie gets a chance in, in a year or two. You know, and that was the same with, you know, you got to go out and perform at these. Not so much win, but can't be down 30 in the, at halftime. Right. It's not how right. it works. Right, so. right. That's interesting. So you so you think that's the biggest issue in terms of why a lot of kids uh, are leaving the city um, is the exposure? Because we talk, we talk about it all the time. We try to figure out why, you know, New York City doesn't have the same level that they were in the nineties, as you mentioned, you know, St. Ray's is that to you, it's the exposure that, that schools can, can provide. I'll say my thoughts. And I, I always let these guys chime in on why, you know, not so much just about us. They got friends that played other schools. We were just talking about it before we hopped on this, but I would say exposure is a big thing. I do. I think guys are afraid to go play people because they care about that W and they care about that L, you know, they do. Um, and then I think the other thing is development, you know, um, in today's world, everybody seems to be a skill development coach. You work out one guy, you, you worked out a pro, you know, and, and and that's what it's come to. But I think those are the two biggest things. Um, you can't stop in March. You need to be able to work with the New York AAU programs. Um, this isn't about us here. This isn't about control. You know, they both have parents that they control their kids. You know, the big thing Rod and I have always been about, you know, giving them, as Sam mentioned, a blueprint and guidance, both academically Athletically, so 
why are kids leaving the city? Some want to go and that's fine. You know, if, Hey, I want to get away from, you know, the city life and whatever it is, I got to go. But some are purely leaving because schools aren't playing people and, and schools aren't, you know, opening the gym for kids. You know, we have a shooting machine here. We have a strength coach. We have a Vertimax. We have a, a yoga instructor that's coming in. We have an athletic trainer. We partner with a physical therapy place down the street. Um, I mean, these guys could tell you like that. That's what prep schools offer. And and for Sam and Boogie come 25 minutes from their homes or 30 minutes and other guys, it's right here. You know, so I don't know. Why, why don't you chime in? What, what, what it, why are kids staying home here in certain places and, and why are they not? Yeah, I'll let go Sam go first. Yeah, um, I think there's something special that – Stepanak offers the ability to me be at my home, be surrounded by my sisters to like not jump the gun and leaving home early. Um, I'll also, like Coach Pat said, be surrounded by a bunch of like-minded athletes who want to get better and develop and to have everything here. Like you said, is uh, we're super fortunate for it and to just ultimately try to get better each day while still being home and have a sense of family um, is super important to me. Uh, I feel the school gives like a big opportunity just to stay home. Like some kids like to leave because of like the name brand of the other schools and stuff like that. And because of the competition, but this school offers the same thing as those other name brand schools offer. And I feel it's just a good thing just to stay home and the school offers that. And just before we jump to the next thing, I would say the other thing about these guys here and they can chime in, Basketball gets the, the national name, but football's got three guys in the NFL since 2014 graduating class. You know, baseball's got guys playing. Lacrosse just got two, two Division One commits. Our tennis team won it a couple of years ago. Our bowling's undefeated right now. So they're surrounded by high-level athletes every day. So it's not like the basketball guys. Like, I go down and see them at lunch. They're not sitting just the basketball guys. They're around other high-level student athletes who, you know, guys want to be around that. You know, and I think that's that's what it's about. So long-winded answer from the three of us, but and wasn't planned, you know, but that just I think the truth and the facts, you know, why why are kids leaving? I would ask the ones why they're leaving and and why they're not, you know. Right. Coach, who's the name of your uh principal? So we our, our president's Father Thomas Collins, our principal's that's Mr. Paul Cardi. Write that and, down, and our, Jamal. They gotta send us a, a check for this commercial break. <laughs> 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 that's it that's it but you know it's nah, uh nah. yeah no and and you know the support team here these guys basketball is one thing and i tell them all the time that you know for for the staff like winning games is fun right i mean yeah. you could ask these guys you guys have been around the game winning is fun but like you know joel soriano is at at st john's now in the big east right joel when he was a sophomore played 2.3 minutes a game here Right. He couldn't run, chew gum and catch the ball. He couldn't, couldn't. But he got in the gym every day with Rod, right, and worked. And then he worked his butt off academically. And now he called me the other day, coach, how's your wife? How's your daughter? How's the team? Right. That's what it's about. Alan Griffin's in a hotel out in, in Texas. You know, just coach, how you doing? What's going on? Like, you know, get invited to guys stuff and and more than, you know, guys just say basketball this isn't we're not we're not here to use any kid for basketball it's it's life lessons you know how do you interact these two guys going to college in a couple of years sam this year and boogie like the nli and setting yourself up for life and connections it's use the game to to help yourself you know so that that's what we try to teach absolutely uh sam and boogie t talk about um you know what, what are your expectations both 
individually this season and as a team? Um, I'll start off. My, I mean, my expectations individually is just a, is all team based. Um, for I think Boogie can agree on this. It's really putting the ego aside, like Coach Pat mentioned, and just ultimately trying to be the best team possible. In terms of team goals, um, like you said, we want to try to win as much as possible, but also in the regular season grow and develop because we are going to face adversity. Um, that's that's not a choice. It's going to happen eventually. Um, and in that, how do we grow as a team um, and stick together? Because ultimately the end goal is March. The end goal is early April, where we're trying to fend for a city title and then ultimately get to that federation level and ultimately do something that I haven't been a part of. And I was unfortunately one year um, one year late for that. And that's just try to ultimately win a city championship and then get to get, to, get another state championship. Yeah, like Sam said, uh, it's mainly about the team, about winning. How do we come together as a team, stay as a team in these championships and all that other stuff? How do we go on the road and kick people off the road and stuff like that? You know, it's just staying together as a team. Uh, Coach, I just want to – we're still dealing with COVID. Yep. Um, but coming off, you know, these last year, two years basically, right, of, of COVID and having to deal with that, talk about, you know, you got to – it has to feel good that things are, are – starting to return to normal i guess and what was it like having to go through those those couple years yeah it was uh what was it it was february or march 2019 um one of the we lost in the city championship we've lost some big games we won some big games um you know there's been some ups and downs in this this coaching thing standing in that locker room in march of 2019 as the one seed Kept getting delayed and delayed. We just beat St. Ray's in front of 2,000 people at, at, at Mount. Our students stormed the court. Having to tell those guys that the season was over, right? It was over. Um, after losing in the city championship the year before, like, was probably one of the hardest moments, you know, to do. Um, and then from there, it just – you thought it was going to be, you know, all right, a couple months. And now we're 18, 19, 20 months still into this thing. And – we're going to have to adapt and live and, and, and we are, but last year was hard too. We thought we were starting what November 6th and then it was January one. And the next, you know, we play four games versus Iona, you know, in a best of seven, we think it's over. And then they say we could play Lou high and then we think it's over then. And then we, you know, we, we get five more games in the Catholic league tournament that we held here. Um, so I, if, if anything has taught you with this game, you got to be able to adapt. You have to be able to, to be ready and the best thing about our guys, they just found a way to work. Whatever gym it was, outside, inside, they found a way. Uh, and that's what makes guys unique here when we couldn't do things. And now going forward, you know, um, we we do some testing here at Stepanak. Our guys, you know, are, are obviously we're, you know, guys are vaccinated. 87% of Stepanak's vaccinated as student bodies. So um, with the new rule in place, um, you know, to be able to return quicker if you're exposed. So we just got to continue to be healthy. I tell our guys all the time, being careful at night, who they're around, what they're doing, you know, taking care of their bodies, eating right. Um, and we just got to hope we have a season, um, a full season, which is scheduled. We're, you know, we're going full steam ahead. And the one thing just announced last Wednesday was that uh, there's 31 CHSA schools. So of the 31, every school could determine their home fan policy. So the best thing about we talk about here, these guys played last year with no fans. 
a couple games we let, you know, two parents in or an aunt and a grandma or something like that. But that was it, right? And they haven't played in front of a crowd. So we're going to have fans here. Um, we're going to have a policy in place that we'll announce. But, you know, not full capacity, but pretty close and wear a mask. And I think people will do it and follow protocols to be able to see their kids play, to be able to see their classmates play, their, you know, their nephews play. Um, so we're just – we're trying to stay healthy. We still got the Perel in the gym. We wiped down the basketballs, you know, we're masked when we're, we're outside as much as possible and in the classroom. So we're just, we're trying to adapt to these new norms and, and stay healthy and, and be able to adapt and overcome to whatever situation we're, we're thrown. So it's, it's crazy, but I, I can't wait for the days to be able to back, you know, like, you know, playing in front of crowds and big crowds. And that's what these guys want. And that's why they come here and play in our league. Right. So before we let you go, uh, you know, this season, it's, it's here. Oh, uh, what, you know, you talked about the tryouts. It's uh, what Saturday, right? That's the official Saturday, 1030. You can, day one. You can day see one. it in coaching. You can see it yeah. in Boogie guys, man. Look at these guys, <laughs> man. They ready, man. I don't know who the food is, but there's some food that they about to eat. Uh -oh, man. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> we, we, uh, we got, you know, tomorrow we got a couple guys that, uh, you know, we, 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 we've kind of, uh, to love or to hate from some, we kind of set the bar in regards to how our guys are marketed, how their guys are are portrayed. Um, and some guys will tell you whether publicly or not, they've copied our model. Um, so there's, there's, it could be your best friend out there, social media, and it could be your enemy, but there's some people out there that say we're the fourth best team in the league, which these two guys have already seen and, and that's fine. And, and uh, Khalil knows, I mean, we, some people play for the Sunday, the first Sunday of March at Fordham, you know, we play for the second one, you know, that's what it's about. So we're just, we're fired up. Um, you know, I'll let these two guys add their, their, their tone to it, but we're fired up for Saturday. We, we, you know, our guys have worked extremely hard. We've had over 50 college coaches in here since September 9th. Mm. Um, you know, we played in a fall league. We were really successful. Um, you know, and the, this group reminds me a lot. I'm not a big compare and contrast guy, but they remind me of 2018 on, they didn't miss anything we did this year, you know, and it's all voluntary in the fall, but they lifted, they ran, they worked out, they did extra work. These guys were working out five in the morning, get shots up before a fall league game. Like who does that guys who want to win, do that. And, you know, we love our league. You know, I get along with almost all the coaches in our league and it's battles though, when you, you, you turn the lights on and, and we know we're getting everybody's best shot. It, it's, it's what it is. So uh, what do you think you two guys of, of the year? Oh. Um, yeah, I think ultimately, like you said, we're super fortunate to be in the position that I haven't been in in almost two years and starting uh, a full season. We know there are a lot of up and downs. We'll go from November, hopefully to the um, beginning of April. So it's a lot of up and downs. But with that, what it brings, what the opportunity to be a team is the opportunity to be on the road with my, my teammates that we all love. Um, I think that's super special and ultimately trying to win as many games as possible because with winning comes opportunity um, individually. So I think that's super important. And just we all have a like-minded group um, that's willing to work. And I think that's super important in the ultimate outcome in winning. I don't got much to say, but all I got to say is we're ready to go. <laughs> and we're just ready to get out there. Right, right. Let's let the let the plan do the talking. I like that. I like That's that. it. That's Go it. Go improve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, 
Thanks a lot for joining us. Once again, we had uh, Archbishop Stepanak, Coach Patrick Massaroni, uh, his senior point guard, Sam Gibbs, and his sophomore guard, Boogie Flynn. Uh, good luck to all you guys this season. We'll be watching. Hopefully we'll get you back on after uh, you got after a successful uh, 2021 22 season. Bring the trophy, baby. Bring yeah. the trophy on, man. <laughs> you know? And the hat. We, 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 need a, we need a city championship hat, Coach. That's it. We'll, 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 we're just trying to get through Saturday first. Ah. Get, yeah, <laughs> Saturday, but we're, we're excited. We're ready. And, and uh, we, 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 we've been hunted before. We've been the hunter. And, and uh, we're, you know, like I said, we got guys, you know, that are talented in this league Hayes and Iona and St. Francis and Loglin and Malloy and, and, you know, Christ the King. So, we're ready. We're ready every night. You know, St. Ray's is young, but they're talented and uh, we're ready for the spotlight. That's why these guys come here. And, and uh, that's why we coach them as hard as we do. And, and that's what the preseason is about. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to move this thing for December 4th. That's all these guys care about, but we got to get through Saturday first. No. All right. All coach right. Is already in, coach is already in mid-season form. Yeah, I can tell. I he can needs, tell. He's I can smart, tell. man. He's, he's politically savvy right now already, man. <laughs> but but speaking, speaking of the spotlight, and I, I don't know if Coach would like this or not, let me, let me get you guys uh, social media. Give me your uh, Instagram handles and your Twitter handles just so we can shout you out. And, the, and Coach, too, I'm sure you – for the school and what and Yeah, we, did, we just we, – we, we got at step underscore basketball – that's our account. We got a great following. We got great content um, on actually we're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and we, we still a little old school for the guys on Facebook too. So right. we keep it out there. These guys don't even know what Facebook <laughs> is. And happen over we, there. we got what also, over also there. we got a TikTok account. Oh no, not TikTok. Again, but, but <laughs> got, these guys maybe take over the TikTok account if, if so, but <laughs> All right. I'll let them plug themselves. What, what do we got now? You know, this guy next to me, didn't get a social media account until like three weeks ago. He he was wow. anti social media. Really? Uh, you don't have to look at it. You don't have to. You don't have to 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 pay attention to it. But it's good to have. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm new to Instagram. Um, it's Samuel Gibbs uh, two underscore I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Good, I believe. New, new IG page. <laughs> uh, okay. Mine is just Boogie Flan, Boogie Dot Flan on all social media accounts. <laughs> okay. So. We'll, We'll we'll check we'll check you out for sure, man. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you having us on doing this. This is what it's about. New York yeah. needs this. The, the tri-state needs this. And and um, you know, we we were just actually before we hopped on watching some of you guys' stuff and your content. So we appreciate you doing this. We're excited and and uh, we'll book an appointment if we do win. We'll, we have no problem getting back on in April, even if it's five minutes. We'll we'll ship you guys ahead. If we lose, hopefully next fall we're we're back on a redemption tour. But uh, always yeah. welcome to a game wherever, um, whatever you guys got. We appreciate what you're doing, and we're, we're fans from afar as well. Oh. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, thank you, Coach. Thanks, brother. You guys got All it. Right. Thank you. Good stuff as usual. Uh, Stepanek got a strong squad. Uh, we'll definitely have to check out a couple games at least this this season. I can't wait for this high school season. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking uh, forward to uh, it, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that COVID thing too. It's like we, you know, we haven't had it really. Right. You know, right. In, a, in a year or two or at least a year and a half. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, New York City scene looks stronger. The national scene in general is, is crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's Stepanak is number is 34 in the country mm. and that can go up with a couple, you know, knocking off a couple of big, big fish out there on the road. So, 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Coach has done a great job with this program. I have a lot of respect for what he's done. Um, didn't know that, you know, they had so much infrastructure with physical therapy and right. all that going on, the shooting machine. So there's a there's no wonder why, you know, kids are attracted to that program. And kudos to, to Coach and Boogie and Gibbs. And, you know, I wish them well. Yeah, that was interesting, you know, the, the way he said they looked at it, trying to keep kids home and trying to provide the same things that uh, prep schools would. So, that, that, you know, that's a that's a model that should be followed. I was looking at there. There's a believe it or not, there's preseason uh, rankings for high school. And I was looking for nationally and I was looking at, uh, you know, for New York schools. There was only one New York non you know, non-prep school, and that was uh, Long Island Lutheran. How how you think they they stack up against Lutheran? Um, I I haven't really seen Lutheran. I've heard that they you know they 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 bring in guys from all over the world, not right. not the country, but all, <laughs> <laughs> but all over the world. So right. you know, I don't know how that stacks up, but you know, Stepanak, Lou High, they they're all they're both in that same elite category when it comes to programs. So right. All right, so we shall see uh, another great episode. Of course, thanks to the listeners for for listening and supporting all on social media, especially at Up Next Pod on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well at Up Next underscore Pod. Uh, keep the content going, and of course, we'll be back. We'll be back next week with some more great content. Um, and you know it's basketball season we're, about, we're hitting the heart of it right now so uh, it should be fun yeah peace everyone stay safe 33 like birdie too time to put on for your city when they never heard of you ball player ain't no watching from the side uh, picking up them pieces ain't no limits in the sky uh, said you got up next well gonna show them why uh, one, two, that's a three. Now take your shot, ball player. Bishop Lachlan, purple and gold, that's a flex. Uh, Kylie Green, got me a scally before he left. Uh, Joe Cash, something like dollars on the check. Uh, they had then, I got now. Now guess who next? Uh. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.